0: There are two types of avocados that you can buy from the grocery store, avocados that are ripe today, and avocados that will be ripe a week from now. Hello friends, welcome back to another episode of Daily Content, your favorite, um, your favorite what? It's their favorite what kind of podcast? Uh, it's your favorite podcast. <laughs> it's your favorite podcast. I'm your host, Lincoln. And I'm Phil. And Phil is Phil's here. Uh, Phil, thank you for being here all week on the podcast. Thanks for filling in. <laughs> I have never heard that one before. Really? No. <laughs>
1: I, uh... Since starting my new job, I have been just battered with an onslaught of, hey, Philly cheese, or of the future. I feel like I'm in high school again, and uh, all my bullies are around me, and it's nonstop. A lot of Phil-based puns, you Uh, would say? Every single one. I've heard them all. Cool.
0: I've even been called Phil Down. Oh. Because my name is Phil Up. Gotcha. Yeah. It uh that's uh that one takes that's uh wow that's you, a lot.
1: You, you wouldn't believe it but the first time I heard it was in elementary school. Mm,
0: mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, cool. oh, so, I have uh an interesting experience that I wanted to share with you today. Yes.
0: You so, should share with me today. Uh
1: today after work, uh I made you know my usual bad decision and I decided to, uh, I, I was hungry and I needed food quickly, so I decided to do something I told myself I wasn't going to do anymore. And I went to McDonald's. And uh, so I was already feeling down about myself, knowing the food I'm about to ingest. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, I pay for my food and, you know, I start rolling up to the second window and get there and waiting for the lady to hand me my drink. And, and I take a peek into the window and what do I see but a. Elderly gentleman uh, working on what I assume is the coffee machine bent over with not just a little uh, plumber's crack or, you know, not just a siding, but a full moon. The man's full butt was out the entire thing. It's brave. Pimples and all.
0: <laughs> oh. So uh, it's so was say, the was the food good? Or? Well,
1: it's safe to say that I ate
0: my uh, burger between sobs. Yeah, just kind of kind of ate to, to, to fix the pain. I'm sorry that happened to you. I'm sorry that you were a victim today. <laughs> well, it, uh, it was
1: a traumatic experience that I will never forget. So I thank McDonald's for that because now I don't think I'll eat there again until I do tomorrow.
0: Yeah, McDonald's, um, it's not the worst. I you know I feel like I hear a lot of people talk about just how disgusting and terrible McDonald's is. And it's, in my opinion, not any more disgusting or terrible than any other fast food. Yeah, I mean, I would say that because I mean, fast food in general, it's
1: all pretty much the it's same level. It's all delicious. Of it's all just, it's, yeah. you know, it's, <sighs> it's, it's 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 but it's like there's a, there's a line between gross and
0: delicious, and they all ride them perfectly. We we've, we've come to a place in our, um, progress as a culture that you can go and get a, what's an example? Some fries, mm. McDonald's fries. Yeah, I think a lot of people agree that McDonald's fries are pretty good and they're pretty inexpensive. How much is a large fry from McDonald's? Less than $3? It's like $1.50 maybe? Yeah, okay. Even
1: even better, to, I believe today they're running a special. I don't know if it's some important date or what it is, but a large fry for like 35 cents
0: if you order a meal. That's that's awesome, um, but we're to, we're we're at the point that you can spend a buck fifty on a large fry and eat something that has no business being as good as it is for how cheap it is. Because mm-hmm. McDonald's fries, I think I think uh, food is becoming. I mean, not becoming. It always has been, but it's getting really close to like drug levels of good. And that's a huge assumption because that's not something I participate in. Mm-hmm. Um, drugs. But it just, it's crazy that you can get McDonald's french fries any time of the day, and they're always a six. Sometimes they're a nine if they're Mm -hmm. fresh, but they're always at least a six. Isn't that crazy Uh that it's that good and it's that cheap? It's unfair even because of how wildly unhealthy their food is. Like a McChicken for a dollar. Like that, a McChicken costs a dollar, right? Isn't that, isn't that nuts that? it's pretty astounding it's so good like it's it's bad it's it's not good for you but for how consistent that is uh as far as like a food product it's incredible you know i just i think
1: back to uh the years of my youth the few months i was living in a town car and i like i gained weight during that experience because of how easily like fast food mcdonald's in particular i mean like Six dollars,
0: six, chi- uh, six McChickens? Are you kidding me? I was gonna say you could you could get full for three bucks. You could you could have a feast for six dollars. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, you could eat it off for two days. And even for six dollars. Even even things like like I guess any heavily processed food, but like the things that jump out to me specifically, like Doritos, like Nacho Cheese Doritos. It's pretty basic and 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 uh, pretty pretty average by I think everyone's standards, but. Nacho Cheese Doritos have so much flavor in them, like it's it's incredible that that you can just buy that product and get as much flavor as a meal that you would have to work pretty hard on for a long time. Mm-hmm.
1: And I just have to add that there's no greater food experience in the world than Doritos and sour cream. It's pretty tasty. I
0: uh, I'm drooling thinking about it now. Yeah, have you had the, the Doritos like the sweet chili the ones the ones in the purple bag? Those are the best ones. Those, Those are I'm, so
1: good. I stick to the original. I'm a uh, nacho cheese man myself.
0: Yeah, isn't that, isn't that nuts? That for three bucks you can get a just walk into a store and purchase a bag of chips that will always taste the same. A family and, size bag of chips. Yeah, big one. It's it's just nuts that food has gotten to a point where it's that good all the time. It's unfair. I, I
1: just wish that we still lived in uh, during a time period where you could supersize
0: your meals at McDonald's. Can you? Do they not have sizes? What? Well, the, I haven't, for, I haven't for, been to McDonald's in a long time. <laughs> 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 I mean, not to brag or anything. I'm more of a King Euros man. Humble brag, but uh, okay.
1: Yeah, but uh, uh, for a time, I want to say. It would have been the late '90s or maybe the early 2000s. You could supersize your meal, which was basically like, like a large fry was be, became like a, almost two large fries in one. I mean, they were huge.
0: I so I remember the term and stuff. I just I was a kid at the time, and growing up, we never went to McDonald's.
1: Uh, uh, was, we were a Taco
0: Bell family. Uh, McDonald's was a staple in my home. Yeah, uh, but
1: uh, I just remember as a child, like eating the like the amount of fries that fit in a box that I could put my entire arm in. Yep.
0: And uh, The way I, it should be. Yeah. The but, way the good Lord intended it. <laughs> all the fries you want for a minimal amount of money. But thanks to uh
1: I I, I his name escapes me, but there's a documentary oh, the, to yeah, the, the supersize size yeah. yeah.
0: After that McDonald's got rid of all of their supersize options. <laughs> like this is this is bad, bad advertisement. And they probably just didn't need to like they probably like when you go to a fast food restaurant you've got the options as far as like you know the regular meal size, the medium meal size and the large meal size and you look at the pricing and and the you know the medium is kind of expensive but the large is only 25 cents more than that. Mm-hmm. Like that that medium size that's a mislead. They they're trying to throw you off and distract you to get you to buy the large size which is only a few cents more. One thing I I still think is pretty interesting is that the the
1: large drink at McDonald's Mhm. Like even with ice, will fit into the medium-sized drink. Like the way that the machine, because it, it all comes out auto, uh, automated out of a machine, mm-hmm. they fit in the same drink. So it, I think it was smarter McDonald's to just make them all the same, uh,
0: same price. Yeah. Why even have sizes? Yeah. Like that's that doesn't. Yeah. Like why why use more than one cup mm-hmm. ever? I mm-hmm. mean, obviously coffee, but as far as like water, tea, and soft drinks, why why would you make a cup that is uh smaller than 32 ounces good point which is which is a lot that's that's a lot anyways in my opinion not enough yeah you ever go to speedway and get one of the like the 60 do what what's their big what Speedway's like giant size is it like 54 I almost, ounces i think it, like yeah the or big, is it like the big s-
1: plastic coffee mugs are like 50 something ounces
0: but there's like a tall plastic cup it's like 64 ounces i want to say it's 44 they have a 44 but they've got one that's bigger yeah Uh they're super they're they're giant one uh i used to work at a youth home uh for bad boys Uh and there was a speedway uh pretty close to where that was and Mm -hmm. we'd go and and before like a third shift i would get like a 64 (laughs) ounce like mountain dew Uh, i this is the year i gained 100 pounds
1: Mm. my uh my go-to drink at speedway was their. I guess the 44-ounce drink, yeah. I'd fill it up about three-quarters of the way, and then I'd buy a Monster and fill it up the rest of the way. Oh, boy! It, it tasted like pure energy. And let me tell you, it was for about 25 minutes. So the first 25 minutes of the day at school were my most productive. At school. <laughs> After
0: that, there was just no going back. Mm. I was sleeping no matter what. That's that's crazy. Hey, speaking of crazy, we got a lot of crazy Ooh. questions uh, to address. We're going to start with a, uh, a a a favorite, a listener of ours, Aaron. He asked, uh, made several sort of questions, comments. We're going to run through them here. Uh, in regards to yesterday, spoiler alert for Boy Meets World, I've been watching it for the first time, and I'm not that far yet. So Aaron's watching Boy Meets World for the first time. Aaron, there's no spoiler alerts to that show. And uh, I, I was going to say. It went off Aaron. <laughs> like. Well, What's the statute of limitations on spoiler alerts? Uh, if the show ended 20 years ago, is it safe to talk about it? <laughs> that, or 19 buddy. years ago? I don't. I feel like it didn't, didn't go too far into the 2000s. Oh, Aaron, I apologize. It's oh. a good show. You'll. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I really haven't watched it too much as an adult, but mm-hmm. as a kid I remember really liking it. But it might be really boring. Uh, I recently tried to start watching uh, the original Baywatch series because really? it's on Hulu. It's pretty boring. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of slow running no, I mean, not even a lot of that There's a lot of, sto- a lot of slow storyline That, yeah. that uh, is pretty <laughs> you're, unentertaining You're not going
1: to believe this But
0: David Hasselhoff is not that good of an actor None of the actors In that show are that good well, of actor.
1: To be fair, <laughs> I mean, it's a show about uh, Attractive lifeguards I don't think that their
0: acting ability was They In the cards when they were hired They could have put a lot more attractive lifeguards In it then, if that's the point of that show <laughs> Yeah, fair point. Uh, some more comments from Aaron. Uh, we talked about you getting a, a pet. Mm. He said, you should get a houseplant. They're very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you could take it out and play with it, I, I suppose. Uh, uh, just
1: to inform you, Aaron, I have thought of that. I did buy my houseplant. I bought a succulent.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna be a bonsai tree man. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't work
1: out because I couldn't find one, and I didn't have the time. There's so, a lot. Okay. There's a lot of maintenance in that that I wasn't prepared for, and that tree quickly died,
0: mm.
1: as long along with the succulent that I bought, which is a. Is I mean it's a cactus. It'd be very little upkeep, and I killed it. So. Oh, that's.
0: I don't people say that cactuses are are really low low maintenance house plants i don't think they are i think they're easy to kill i bought some cactuses for my girlfriend who knows about plants and things and they ended up dying as well so i think i think cactuses are not quite the easy low maintenance house plants that people seem to say that they are i recently got a new house plant what'd you get well it kind of uh it kind of happened to me instead of me going on pursuing it a uh a red onion that I had purchased to, to chop up and eat for food okay. sprouted. Oh. And so I put it in a, a mason jar with a little bit of water, and mm. I've just been watching the roots kind of grow out of the bottom of it. So that's my newest houseplant is a is a red onion that I did not eat mm. in time. Ooh. Uh, and I <clears throat> I had uh, I'd gotten these at the grocery store. I feel like I've talked about the grocery store a lot this week. It's winter, nothing's happening. So, Mm -hmm. lots of grocery store content. Yes. Uh, And so, I uh, was buying some avocados. And at the grocery store, as I mentioned, there are two types of avocados that you can buy. Mm -hmm. Phil, do you like avocados? I tolerate avocados. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't dislike them, but... I hear you. I hear you. So, there are avocados that uh, will be ripe in several days. They're rock hard. And you can't really make them ripen up faster yeah. I mean there are a few things you can do but by and large you're, you're going to have to wait or your, your guacamole is going to be lumpy mm-hmm. uh, and then there are avocados that are like you need to take them home and use them immediately because they are all probably too too ripe already Yeah. Uh, and so the store had one of these types and it was the already ripe you need to use them today kind of avocados so I got them and brought them home I used some of them but there was one I didn't use I, this was a couple of days ago that I made guacamole with them, and then yesterday I decided to crack that fourth avocado open and oh, just yeah. see uh, <clears throat> see if it was good good to use. And I got you know thirty percent of it because the rest was just brown and, and and too far gone. And I think that's an analogy for opportunities in life. Life will hand you two types of opportunities. Some of them you need to you need to have some patience and wait out, mm-hmm. and other ones you need to jump on right away. And that's what I was thinking about the other day as I was surprisingly poetic. Yeah, and as I was as I was munching on some avocado that was a little too ripe, it's like man, if I would have seized seized this opportunity and eaten it right away, I could have had a lot more avocado. And I just I just think you know, there's you know sometimes sometimes you wait too long on things, and sometimes you jump on things too too early. And mm-hmm. those are just some mm-hmm. avocado thoughts. My avocado brain was avocadoing. As I ate some avocado, good thing to think about in your daily life. Yeah, uh, I like to call it uh, thoughts for food. Mm. Mm. Uh, so another uh, another comment from Aaron: How will you spend your chilly weekend, Wim Hof style, or will you stay inside? Do you know who that is, Wim yeah, Hof? Yeah, the the Ice Man. Guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'd, uh, Aaron, I had to. I was gonna pretend like I knew who you were talking about, but I looked him up, and once I saw a picture, I remembered. So, are you gonna stay outside or go swimming this weekend, or are you gonna like stay in, Phil? Ooh, I don't know if I'll go swimming, but I don't know if I'll stay
1: inside. I, I'm I'm not a really uh, something I'm a fan of the cold, but I'm not. I don't get chilly very easily, so mm-hmm. like cold cold weather doesn't really bother me. So, who knows? I'll probably just end up staying inside and watching Netflix. That's most of my weekends.
0: Yeah, I uh, I really love a guilt-free excuse to watch movies all weekend. That's mm-hmm. a – that's honestly, I'll, I'll take that, uh, you know, 10 out of 10 times. I might be doing some traveling this weekend. I might be ending up uh, going to Ohio to see my girlfriend's parents. We'll see. It's supposed to snow, and Ugh. they're saying they don't want us coming down if the roads get bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they don't – it's – you know, they're – Sort of Southern Ohio it's Dayton um, mm. and I every time we've been down there and it's snowed and they've said the roads have been bad, it haven't really been that bad. I imagine there's some southerners and they don't understand the mm. road I mean not that they don't under i'm not I'm not trying to portray them in a negative light, mm. but I feel like maybe they don't see. Some of the roads we have to drive. <laughs> sometimes. I was going to say. I mean, we're used to like
1: northern Indiana, Michigan roads. At least I am. So like yeah, yeah. Where that's like uh, like where we where we live is basically in Michigan. Yeah. Um, my uh, my brother in law he uh, he pulls like the RV, mm-hmm. like the pull behinds. You know, he uh, takes them to different locations to get sold. Yeah. So he travels all around the country.
0: I always thought that would be a sweet gig.
1: He seems to like it a lot, but he was telling me how at the beginning of winter he had to make a bunch of runs to like wyoming and mm-hmm. colorado and all that and and they're you know we think we have it bad i mean yeah. feet upon feet of snow yeah. non-stop and then comes here so it's not so bad and then if you go down south they'll close down the entire highway system with one <laughs> inch of snow
0: yeah it's amazing just like uh kind of how road conditions and and how bad they are perceived changes based on where you are and, mm-hmm. and honestly how, how equipped their street departments are to handle it too. Mm-hmm. That's a, if, if a town has enough plows, if they're used to getting snow, that's something they've invested in. But if it, if it's in the South and they have an inch of snow and, and no snow plows, like that's mm-hmm. kind of an issue. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably, uh, you know, some version of not going swimming and freezing cold water. I think I, uh, think I'm going to stay
1: inside, watch movies Play with my Legos. You got some Legos? Yeah, I got a box of Legos. Dude, I've
0: been wanting to buy some Legos. Do you want to talk about this? Please. Uh, So I like cars, right? And Lego just announced a new Lego set for, like, the 1980s-looking Porsche 911. Ooh. Um, And... You can, like, you can get some special stuff if you sign up early and, like, pre-buy. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no you didn't. And, no, having it, yeah, mm-hmm. the Lego set's, like, 150 bucks, which, honestly, for a Lego set is kind of, I expected this car to be, like, $300. See, that's that surprisingly reasonable. Like, I would do it. As kinda, far as Legos
1: it is, but that still frustrates me to no end. I, as a child, we had, you know, h- hundreds and thousands of Legos. I mean, giant, like, yeah. Rubbermaid tubs full of Legos. And, I mean, you could buy full sets. I mean, as long as it wasn't Star Wars related, they, were, they weren't they were that expensive. I mean, that was like the main thing we had to play with as a kid because <laughs> yeah. they were so cheap and readily available. And now, like, just like a little, like, scenery set is like 40 almost bucks. 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah. It, it, That's insane to me.
0: I watched an episode of the show on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us. Mm-hmm. So it's all about, it's basically just episodes that are documentary style about big toy brands they did an episode on the star wars toys and they did an episode mm-hmm. on, on legos and apparently the company lego has almost gone out of business several times Ooh,
1: really?
0: uh and like in our lifetime wow like in the in the 2000s uh before they la- launched bionicles remember bionicles I, re- I had a few i had a few also before they launched bionicles they were like struggling like hardcore like laying people off struggling
1: i didn't realize that that was a uh, lego brand
0: yeah yeah it is Ooh. it's uh yeah because they have all their like technic, technic legos and stuff and kind of an offshoot from that um let me ask you this okay as as a uh, lego fan
1: were you the type to like you build like you follow the instructions and you build the thing that you were supposed to
0: make and then you just leave it or did you take it apart and make other things i was the type uh of lego fan I bought some Legos personally, but most of the Legos in our house were bought for my brothers. So I got a lot of hand-me-down Legos, Mm -hmm. um, and I would always build the Legos at once obviously because you kind of have to and and leave it together for a little while and play with it but then i would 100 percent always make something
1: else you see that was that was my go-to i would make the thing and have it for a little bit maybe a couple hours even and then i would end up making something i you know that i thought was cooler
0: yeah mostly castles i feel like i made a lot of castles i made a lot of weapons yeah did you have connects growing up as well yes of course we got uh for christmas one year we got the first Kinex roller coaster they made Okay Like that was like the main gift that mm-hmm. me and my three brothers got Like mm-hmm. And it, it was super cool And so I remember that Christmas day My two older brothers And um, I, I have an aunt And her husband So my uncle came over And and they, they were younger Like my aunt's Eight uh, No my aunt is 16 years younger than my mom uh-huh. And only eight years older than my oldest brother And so they were, she was, felt more like a cousin growing yeah. up than so much. In, so they came over for Christmas that year, her and her husband. And I remember they spent most of Christmas day putting it together, mm. <laughs> like started in the morning and weren't done building it until like a full eight hours later.
1: One thing I've always wanted to do is try like the big things. So like, like I mentioned before, like the Star Wars stuff, like the Death Star or yeah. like one of those. The oh, Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I've always wanted, I just, I, I like the fact. That there are so many pieces, like so much time you could spend building those things. Yeah, but I wonder how long I would uh, keep that together before taking it apart, and making other. Things.
0: Yeah, because something big like that, once you take it apart, once you start taking it apart, mm. there's no going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know, and yeah, I. So I've been wanting a sort of like desk like decoration. And so that that Porsche 911 is Ooh, is what yeah. I've been thinking about. Okay, they've done a few other car sets that are pretty cool. Someone actually, uh, s- just an individual, put together a set for the type of BMW, my old BMW. Mm. They they have like a like that year of BMW as a Lego set that you can buy from them, and mm. like they they supply it because they couldn't get Lego to pick it up. So I've thought about doing that and have a Lego set of my vintage BMW, which would be obnoxious but also very cool. I think. Yeah spent a lot of time
1: building like the sets we always got were like either like vehicle related so those are like cars and planes and things like that and they were like i remember we had one set one year that was all it was like an entire town but it was like a military base so there was just a bunch of like you know like little like lego humvees and stuff like that that was
0: so you're saying is you had the lego out switch set basically yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this was uh, a question. Another question we got in um, from someone I haven't really heard of before. I didn't even know they listened, uh, but it kind of it kind of fell into the category that we were previously talking about. Um, I'm sorry if I butcher your name, uh, Timon. T Timon. Anyways, sorry. Uh, he asked, uh He says, "Longtime fan, first time listener. Frank, question for you and Phil, what's your perfect Friday night?"
1: My perfect Friday night That would be uh, Going out to eat okay, you know, okay Preferably You know Like a Like a Wings cetera Or mm, mm-hmm. Something like that And then maybe Going to the movies mm-hmm. You know With a couple of buddies mm-hmm. you know, And then After the movies Just standing in the parking lot And talking Until 3am
0: That's a good Friday night mm-hmm. Uh I Uh what's your what's your name uh time on um i think my my is it is it time on or timon um so my my perfect friday night is actually it starts friday morning um i i take a whole pork shoulder Ooh. and i i rub the pork down with salt with some pepper with some garlic uh, and, and any other spices i might have that sound good in the moment I set my oven to 225, and I put it in the oven in a, in a covered vessel, and I let it cook until I get home from work, and I bump the oven up to like 450 and let it braise a little bit, so I have beautiful <clears throat> oven-roasted pulled pork, and then I, I get all of the supplies for making nachos, the nacho cheese, the sour cream, the guacamole. What I'm trying to say is my perfect Friday night revolves around uh, pulled pork nachos, but without any of the chips. so what i'm trying to say is i put all the nacho making sort of toppings on top of pulled pork and i just kind of eat it and it's okay it's really good and then and some 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 usually staying up late watching some movies uh does does your perfect friday night does it is it just basically like you like being just you maybe oh definitely some friends uh i mean Hanging out by yourself for me is a pretty decent Friday night. Yeah. I I do enjoy the company of others. Uh, usually, I I like I like being able to cook for some buddies. That's Oof, that's a really fun time. Yeah. I I enjoy that specifically.
1: I do have to say though, when it's when it's warm
0: out, I would uh, if I'd have to choose another, you know. Oh yeah, my my thinking is all cold weather. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. I guess it does get warm sometimes. It, I've kind of forgotten about I'd the say, warm weather. I'd say my perfect like summer Friday night, you mm-hmm. know, just
1: maybe you know going over to a buddy's house after work maybe having a bonfire and just yes hanging out in the stars and
0: yeah talking We're, and having a good time <clears throat> having some laughs Gr- grilling out a good time yeah. uh have fond memories of of walking to and and from the bars downtown yeah, yes yeah. back when that's something that we used to do mm-hmm. uh in the uh, olden times yeah well i mean i'm just referring to summer uh i ha- haven't started drinking yet in 2021 Mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide when the right time to start drinking is, although not to not to diss anyone who has chosen uh, sobriety from alcohol as a lifestyle choice. That's that's uh, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you've arrived there. If that's you, there is definitely something that makes me feel better than others when I say the words in my mind, oh, I don't drink anymore. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That feels kind of good. There's, there's just something. There's something to you. There are a few things in life that you you say, like, I own Bitcoin. Like, that's that's kind <laughs> of like a – it's like a cool sentence to be able to tell mm. yourself. I'm not saying you should say that to other things, but that's like a, I don't drink anymore. Mm. Like, oh, mm. okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So I, I'm basically contemplating a lifestyle of sobriety. Uh, as a flex, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, those are my thoughts about that. There's just something about cracking open the first PBR of the night. Dude, there's, there's something about, uh, speaking of like kind of perfect evenings or like memorable things Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're kind of into, uh, I have so many very solid memories of being at someone's like house party or something Mm -hmm. at a friend's house Mm -hmm. and going outside cracking like hanging outside maybe around a bonfire sometimes sometimes you have like a winter bonfire they're they're elusive and they're rare but they're worth it mm-hmm. crack up in a pbr that's ice cold and drinking it out in the snow Oof. that's that's a favorite sort of memory for me i enjoy that quite a bit and the, i can never i almost forgot you know this is
1: when we used to be able to do those things but one of my absolute favorite things to do and it doesn't necessarily have to be on a friday night is just Like you said, you kind of walk, you know, having some buddies and walking around, you know, to different bars in town. And Mm -hmm. just, especially if you find a bar that has karaoke. Like, I'm not even that good of a singer, but man, is it just fun. Just to hear people laugh and have nostalgic, you know, memories of old, ridiculous songs.
0: I've never done karaoke. You've never done karaoke? Not once. Uh, I, I have. Uh, uh, social anxiety. I do not enjoy being in front of mm. groups of people. I'm a very bad public speaker. I've had to give some best man speeches, mm. and none of them have ever gone well. Ooh. I'm like, I'll I'll write a whole speech and prepare as much as possible, but it just, I am very bad at public speaking, which is ironic. I, I get it because of what we're doing yeah. right now, but this is this is different. Yeah.
1: See, no, I I have those. You know, I have similar issues. I you know, I don't do well in crowds mm-hmm. in general especially speaking in front of them but there's something like, especially karaoke when you you know everybody you know everybody is just kind of there for the the good time so it's just even if you're terrible it like
0: it, it makes it easier have you been annoyed by a bad karaoke singer before in your life cuz i have i mean yes i have <laughs> but that's that's when and i came, I don't want to be that person <laughs> well see
1: that's when i came to a bar that i didn't know there was going to be karaoke and i was just trying to have a separate night from that. Gotcha. But if I've gone to a bar to do karaoke, I mean, that's just part of the fun.
0: If you're here for it, you're there for it. Yeah. The
1: karaoke and dancing are two very, very fun things that we haven't had to... Well, at least I haven't got to do in a very long time.
0: Yeah, I'm not much of a dancer either. Not Me a- neither, but man, is it fun. I, I get it. I'm just... I'm really self-conscious, you know? I just... It's yeah. never... uh you know, my family wasn't a big Danzen family, and so uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got some more. We got some other uh, <clears throat> other comments, questions to get to. Our, our buddy Jay asks, uh, "What's the peak Bitcoin price for this year?" I have no clue. Jay, I think a more interesting question. Uh, I see you're still asking bad questions. I think a better question <laughs> would be what's the cheapest bitcoin is going to get this year uh so right now bitcoin is hovering around forty eight dollars uh forty eight thousand dollars for one bitcoin oh my and and it, for some context it started the year at twenty five thousand dollars a coin uh and at, at one point in 2020 it hit about four thousand dollars for a, a coin so it's been all over the place uh so jay i think the lowest we're gonna see bitcoin this year I think we're gonna see four-digit Bitcoin. I think I think probably in 2021 we'll see Bitcoin under 10 grand. I think I'm just throwing it out, throwing it out there because I I personally want to buy some and that's the price I feel comfortable buying at. Uh, I you know who knows how high it's gonna go. Some crazy things might happen that. Uh, that no one's predicting. Like uh, Tesla recently put a bunch of money in Bitcoin as a mm-hmm. company. That's what pushed the price from around thirty to nearly fifty thousand dollars for a Bitcoin. See, I'm uh, I'm a bit uh, ignorant when it comes to that stuff because I still
1: prefer to hoard my gold like a dragon.
0: Yeah, yeah, you should do that. That's uh, you might uh, <clears throat> you might um, might end up better in life if you do that instead of gambling with the old bitcoins. Yeah.
1: There's just, there's something about being able to feel your,
0: your wealth that just, you know, touch which, it. It's you know, real yeah,
1: to touch it and, you know, eventually hoard enough where it, where you can fill a small room and swim around in it at like Scrooge McDuck.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't get that with Bitcoin. It's very much a, uh, non-tangible thing, but the money you make off of it is very tangible or, or good can point, be. Good point. Uh, another question from Jay. Um, and I, I think this is a question we had asked earlier in the week. Who is sadder Elliot Smith or the Smiths? Mm-hmm. And he says neither Dan Smith is sadder than both of them. Uh, Dan Smith, he's the the lead singer of a band called listener. Okay. Um, they it's it's basically sp- spoken word sort of music, uh, some very sad songs. He's a, a thoughtful introspective individual okay. and I would uh, agree uh, jay that that mm-hmm. that listener is more sad than the Smiths or or uh or okay. Elliot Smith, okay. I think. We could listen to some, but it's pretty sad. Uh looking looking through a few I think we got some other uh <clears throat> other comments from the Instagram. Uh speaking of Instagram, uh 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 and also speaking of our sponsor, our golf lessons with John, get some golf lessons with our buddy John. He can teach you how to play golf. Good. Uh so from Instagram, Jasmine writes uh a few things. I've never liked birds. Alfred Hitchcock was on to something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this is for you, Phil. Hermit crabs are pretty quiet pets. Okay. Uh, Jasmine had some hermit crabs until they died.
1: Okay. I'll and have the,
0: to look into that. Yeah, you could get a hermit crab. Uh, and then her her question for our Friday question and answer session is, What is your favorite movie cliché? Question for you, Jasmine. How do you define cliché? I don't necessarily know it's
1: a cliché, but uh, as a human being myself, I uh, am more inclined to the uh, rom-com. The I love rom-com. rom-coms. They are my absolute
0: favorite movies. We should have a podcast where we just talk about rom-coms. Please. Please, let's do. Uh, like a whole like a whole podcast with just us talking about rom-coms. Oh, you're just, my, my feet are tingling right we, now. Just uh, about we it. could do that. We yes. could do that. So, favorite movie cliché.
1: Uh, at the end of the rom com, especially if it's uh, music related, is it when the people drive away? Not when the people drive playing? away, but when you know there, something has divided the the two love interests, and uh, one of them uh, is able to play an instrument or sing a song. And at the uh, big example, uh, the wedding singer. Yeah. Uh, when he's on the airplane and he's singing that song over the intercom, mm-hmm. that gets me every time.
0: Pretty good. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I have a favorite. I. I don't know. I. Did, I have never really thought about this question before. Favorite mm-hmm. movie cliche. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's, a, that's a interesting because there's a lot, and I mean, there is a
1: lot. I like them all.
0: I. I like a good. I like a good underdog story. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's cool when uh, when the little guy wins one. Yes, that's that's a fun. Fun experience. Uh, I like a good twist ending. That's that's a good time mm-hmm. too when, uh, or maybe not even ending. I like a good uh, a good twist. If you've seen the movie Palm Springs on Hulu, yeah. Have you watched Palm Springs? Yes. Oh my gosh, what an excellent movie! I could spend <clears throat> nearly an hour talking about that movie on a podcast. It's if, if a I love
1: that hidden rom-coms. Like it's not necessary. Like if you look at that movie as a whole, as it starts, I mean, I mean, it is technically a rom-com in a way. But, but it—it's like, definitely not, though. Yeah, well, like, that's that, the that thing. That movie it can will make be you think. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 both, and it, it sneaks it in. You know, so it's not just one thing. It's like multiple genres. Yeah, I love those type of movies. Mm-hmm. Palm
0: Spring, definitely
1: one of my top ten,
0: for sure. Uh, have you seen? Uh, I think it's called The Nice Guys. It's uh, it's Ryan Gosling. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's it's uh, it's definitely not. It's it's a comedy for mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm. but it's it's a little like more serious and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's based on a true story. Is it really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think. I mean, wow. I think so. I think. Cause like those historical events about, so the movie's about, uh, so in in the '70s when the U.S. government really stepped in with car smog regulations, um, they they ruined a bunch of cars. Anyways, so the movie's based around that. That that really happened. Um, I don't know about the, the scene where he a walks a, in subplot. to him uh, in
1: the bathroom when he's got his pants on, He's on the toilet and uh, he kicks open the door and he has a gun and then he drops his cigarette in his pants. So did that really happen? Because I would really like to know that. I
0: can, I can imagine it It did. I can imagine that. That definitely happened. Uh, yeah, we should talk about movies more at mm-hmm. some point over a podcast or something. Um, a question from Alex, uh, another listener of ours, for Friday. Tell Phil to not get a guinea pig. They are very loud and smelly, although they do taste quite excellent. <laughs> oh. Alex has spent some time uh, living in, uh, in Peru, ah. and I think they eat guinea pig there, I mm-hmm. imagine. Uh, and I w- definitely um, I can agree with him on uh, two of those points. They make noises. They make, noises, yeah. make the, mm-hmm. the guinea pig yeah. sounds, and they are kind of like smelly animals. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how they taste, though. I never ate mine, Alex. Uh, he said, you should get a turtle or a tortoise and name it Carol. Mm. I, Both. Two really good ideas. Have you thought about getting a frog? You could get a frog. I
1: had a frog once. You think uh,
0: it makes frog noises? Well, I, I had
1: an amphibious frog that stayed in water most of the time. Well, like about 90% of its time. Just kind of floating, you know, the, the trying to think. It doesn't matter what type it was. But I went on vacation for three days and I came back and... The frog had Did the attention. tadpole turn into a frog and well, it, no, it It was a frog to that begin with. The the problem was is the bowl that I was keeping it in because it was a frog. It would jump out of the you know, out of the uh, the bowl and, and, you know, run around the room and can't have that, it being a very tiny frog. So I put a uh, like I rubber banded a, a cloth over the top so it could still breathe out of it and mm-hmm. that way it wouldn't jump out of it. And when I came back uh, from the three day vacation The rubber band was still connected The cloth was still on top of the uh, The The bowl I was keeping it in But there was no frog huh. so, uh, so Someone took it out
0: And put the cloth back
1: but on But here's the thing My family went on vacation There was nobody at the house Ghosts Ghost frog ghost, ghost It frog. was an albino
0: frog So I assume it had supernatural powers I think so I think it's a pretty safe bet i mean like what else could have happened uh and then we got another uh another topic from our listener a we we talked about this not on the podcast but but uh but we can talk about it today uh he was asking about uh what we thought about a i creating music mm. like what you know what our thoughts on the the role of artificial intelligence is gonna play in you know, the way songs are written and like, will AI be able to create a hit song? See, I keep, I keep,
1: I've been thinking about that and I keep going back to like what we have now for AI, all of the music it would created, it would be things that have already been created. So mm-hmm. it would, you know, take bits and pieces from things that already exist. And uh, I think it would sound, I mean, compared to the, type of music that's popular uh you know in this day and age i think it's very possible for an like an ai like a program to create Mm -hmm. a good song but i don't know how far that would go you know how
0: yeah what where does originality come from mm -hmm. is anything really original Yeah. yeah yeah for
1: that for that to fully work you would need a like a fully functioning actual ai you know thing that that makes decisions on its own completely with no
0: outside help because like there are things scientifically that, that people are drawn to like sounds that sound pleasing together. Yeah. Like that, that, that definitely like you could look at a bunch of songs that have been very popular and find the commonalities and, mm-hmm. and make something that's so, so catchy. Like, I think, I think that could happen. Yeah, I, uh, uh,
1: I think, I, th- I think about how, uh, at least for me, I, I enjoy the type of music that, uh, you can like you can feel or like you can hear you can hear things and like the you know the person singing is like their voice I mean like pain
0: or whatever like, yeah. you will, when will go- an AI song have that soul I don't think it will yeah well yeah maybe is that is that aspect is that soul like can mm-hmm. can that be found with an algorithm that, are there is, things I, that I you like, hear that I feel
1: like it would just become mechanical and I don't I don't know I feel like it could make a catchy song Mm -hmm. but not not a song i mean it's not gonna make uh you know uh rumors you know it's Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah so you know would every ai song end up sounding like an imagine dragon imagine dragon song a song that's like really catchy and like you know big on the radio but like you listen to lyrics and like these don't make any sense or like uh glad you came that song Mm -hmm. by uh i can only think of uh the band that covered it, we came as Romans. They did a screamo version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you listen to some of those lyrics, like these don't, these don't mean anything. They're, uh-huh. they're just, they're just saying words together. <laughs> so yeah, well, just you know, I, I,
1: think of all you know the music I enjoy the most. You know, the songs that kind of last throughout the ages. That you like doesn't matter if it was made mm-hmm. thirty years ago. It still has meaning to you know to me now in this day and age. So I, I don't see an it, like it being po- that being possible with an ai i i see it like maybe you know reaching top of the charts of like the day i mean i could hear it on i could imagine hearing it on the radio mm-hmm. you know like like a like a pop song mm-hmm. i mean those are just catchy and so they're you know it's it's like easy listening in the car on your way to work you don't really think about it it's just something that's on that seems possible
0: but to create it like a real like a genuine something with substance yeah yeah there you go yeah. So my other thought about this is maybe, maybe AI won't drive, you know, maybe AI won't create music from scratch. Mm-hmm. What if AI uh, would just eliminate the barriers as far as uh, interface? So like you've got a song in your head, you mm-hmm. need to be able to sing or play piano or play guitar or any instrument well enough to get to translate that song. Mm-hmm. And so if you have like a neural link from you yeah. know Elon Musk and it reads those thoughts in your in your brain yeah and is that is ai going to change the way music is written because it will eliminate the barriers and i think the volume of music will
1: uh, increase dramatically because a non-musician could write Uh, a song yeah
0: Yeah. you know how many i guess what what does the word non-musician mean i'm I'm sorry um but yeah, like, I yeah. think I think that I think we'll see a lot more of that. Like mm-hmm. you've got this crazy tune in your head, unless you spend years developing your hard skills mm-hmm. to be able to play that, you're never gonna be able to get that out. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think that'll be cool. I think yeah. I think we'll see a lot of really cool songs. Mm-hmm. Uh and and basically like music has limitations, but we'll be see those limitations go away a little bit, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. And 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 across the board with all art, you know, you can't draw so well, but you've got a picture in your brain. Will AI make, make it so you can draw that picture then? Don't know. Mm, yeah.
1: That's a good point. But it also brings back to, is that necessarily like real?
0: Is that art? Well,
1: I mean, is that art? But also, is that really AI, AI? I mean, wouldn't, because for that to work, you need like like human the assistance. Original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That idea has to come from somewhere. So for, until we would get to a point where like an, like an, you know, an AI program or, or what have you would actually be able to come up with its own idea. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just don't, I don't like the idea. Is, that is it
0: any fun. different than just like sampling sounds on like a, a MIDI keyboard then, you mm-hmm. know, like, is yeah. it, is it just like a, It's like just a, an, it's an easier way. Catalyst. Yeah. <laughs> it'd,
1: be like, it'd be like a cheaper version of one of those like boards that has the buttons. Yeah. a drum record. but You can just yeah, program drums. sounds on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I, I think synthesized music is, is pretty cool. Um, I do too. Especially when you when you get into like the dude with the wall of electronics that he creates all the sounds and then puts them in the little drum machine mm-hmm. and, and plays the sounds that he has developed uh, and created.
1: Literally two weeks ago, I found out that the band Gorillaz yeah. was just one guy. That's cool. I That's just cool. I, I, just always assumed that it was just an actual group, and they just hid
0: behind animations. No, it's just one guy. It's just, it's just a dude. Uh, I'm going to throw a term at you that you're going to find pretty interesting, uh, circuit bending. Have you heard the term circuit? Like like it's, it's an adjective, and you apply it to like an old electronic toy, like a circuit bent Furby. So Ooh. what people do is they'll uh, they'll hack the circuitry and, and add some knobs and, and resistors to the like the audio circuits of like old uh, old toys that make noise. Mm-hmm. And so like Furbies and stuff like that. And so they can manipulate like the the electronics to make a, a Furby sound different and, huh. and quote, play it like a synth it's the same, it's all synthesized uh-huh. music. I'll show you some videos after we get done, but Circuit bending—that's that's a really cool uh, electronic music kind yeah. of subgenre. That that's if you're cool. interested, in. you can check that out. So
1: like, instead of like using a keyboard, maybe you just like set up a Furby with
0: a <laughs> I'll show you some vids. That's awesome. There, some of them are pretty creepy, uh, but it's cool. It's cool. Um, um, I, I do have one quick question. though. Sure.
1: I know you're a big fan of music, so this might be a, a bit of. I'm a like hard a little point. fan of music. I. I uh, this might be a hard question to fully answer but do you have like a favorite as far as like synthesized music goes do you have like a, like a go-to artist no no mm.
0: no I don't um, there was a guy shoot what's 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 his band called uh in the uh the christian music scene early on there's a christian record label called tooth and nail um and they had this band i think it's called joy electric Uh, i think yeah and so basically this dude did all that like all the little beeps and boops that in his sound he created those sounds oh wow and uh so that's that's like a like i'm not saying that Bands like Passion Pit aren't authentic, like mm. synthesized or okay. electronic music, but there are some okay. people who get pretty, pretty into it. I also, as far as like electronic music, I love Mannheim Steamroller. Okay. <laughs> you listen to Mannheim Steamroller on <laughs> yeah, the holidays? Yeah. That was my first exposure to, to really like, uh, really process music. Okay. We are a big Mannheim yeah. family all right uh we are nearing the 50 minute mark of this podcast episode so we should probably wrap it up okay uh listeners thank you for listening this week it's it's been a completely normal week with nothing at all different or missing and uh no one has asked any questions about that so i uh, i appreciate you letting me be a part of this i don't know what you're talking about you're always the (laughs) (laughs) co-host good point uh yeah have any have any final words have any driving into the weekend words I uh, I do have
1: a statement. Well, I mean it's a question, but so uh, uh, a couple days ago there was a person asking uh, a question about the like where they could find you know my podcast because I mentioned
0: it. Oh, we should. Oh, are are you going to say the thing that we talked about talking about? Yeah. Oh, I've got I've got another idea. We should we should not we should not talk about no. We should not talk about uh, it. uh, Never mind. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just—I have other ideas that I should have presented to you before we started podcasting about the okay. the that 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 thing—the thing, thing yes—that uh, I think we should talk about, okay. in private instead of on the podcast. Ominous, okay, in, indeed, indeed. Well, on that note, uh, friends, have an ominous weekend. Hope uh, hope you're cold and drafty all weekend long. I'm just kidding. Uh, thanks for listening. I really appreciate that. That you take time every day to listen to this podcast it means a lot to me yeah i uh, i love you guys all right all right happy weekend